Welcome to the School Yoga Coach Podcast. My name is Molly, and I am a middle school teacher, a trauma-informed yoga teacher, and I'm the founder of the Instructional Yoga Coach Training Program, because we believe that every school needs a yoga teacher. Hello, welcome back. Um, Today, I wanted to talk specifically to those of you in education, whether you're a teacher, an administrator, um, a member of the PTA, part of a school board, whatever role you have in helping your local schools um, run, helping your local schools find a way back to reopening um, throughout this pandemic. I want to talk to you guys in particular right now. And um, before we even go any further, I want to ask you to please share this with any other decision makers um, in your area or that you know who are trying to decide what to do and how to do things for kids and teachers as we navigate this new land, this new adventure, if you want to call it, of, um, of learning during COVID-19. And that's really what this is right now. And um, I'm not going to talk about the different things you might consider because I did do that in the last couple of episodes. So if you are just... Um, listening right now for the first time, please go back to some previous episodes where I give a lot of really simple, really easy suggestions on things you can do as a teacher or as a decision maker to make um, our transition uh, to whatever the new the new future will be, the new normal will be, to make that um, with healthy decisions, okay? What I want to talk about today is basically the name of this podcast, the School Yoga Coach Podcast. And I want to talk about what that is because that's a term I came up with. Um, so if you haven't you know, heard it before, that's why. Um, a school yoga coach, if, if you are in education, you are familiar with coaches and what it means to be a coach. And of course, Um, That can be two different things, but most recently we think of coaching in schools as instructional coaches, right? So they're people who support teachers in literacy or in technology or in mathematics or in behavior, some kind of support for teachers. And so that's how we want to think of it. And of course it comes from, you know, the other thought we might have would be sports coaches. Um, So the term school yoga coach, uh, I want to clarify for you. And then I want to tell you what it is and why you need to have a school yoga coach like right now or as soon as possible. Okay. So Um, The school yoga coach, the term, when I came up with that term, um, was based on my belief that teachers need support in the classroom 
for us uh, to support them in the social emotional needs of their students from a yoga perspective. So what I mean by that is from a perspective of body-based mindfulness and a perspective of a bottom-up processing. So bottom-up processing is a review or if you've never heard of it before is when we activate the different um, neural pathways up to the thinking brain. So the thinking brain is the last of these. So, and that's of course up at the top of our head, right? right at the top of our body. So when I talk about body-based and bottom-up processing, we're talking about listening to and attuning the, um, the belly brain, all of the different, um, uh, organs and stuff that are that are feeding into the vagus nerve that goes up to the brain that tells us whether we are safe and then we have um, the heart brain and all of the activity that goes around there that too goes up through the um, face really and into the brain and that's what allows us to make connections with people and then we have you know, all the layers of the brain itself, of course. And so when I talk about bottom-up processing, I am, I'm referring to Dr. Stephen Porges's studies of the polyvagal theory. That's all that is. It's pretty technical. Go ahead and look it up if you want, but that's what I'm referring to. In schools, we don't do that. We talk to the brain, even when we think we're talking to the body, we explain it, we explain it to the brain, and then we move it down into the body. So that would be considered top-down processing, right? I tell you what you're going to do, and then I have you do it. I tell you why this is going to work, and then I have you do it. So that's top-down. So a school yoga coach, in my view, is a yoga teacher but it's a yoga teacher who is trained in classroom structures and strategies who can support the learning process by collaborating with students, teachers, administrators, and sometimes parents in order to activate that bottom-up processing. So um, I am a strong believer that teachers are incredibly good at what they do. They are incredibly giving and compassionate people who are often um, overwhelmed when we continue to put more on their plate. So rather than tell teachers, hey, now you gotta learn how to do this, I think it's more important that we have experts who already understand this, who are already trained in this working with our schools. So um, I'm going to kind of explain why you need that person in your school now by looking at those things that I just said that a school yoga coach does. So I'm going to start with that bottom-up processing. Um, yoga is a body-based movement. Um, at least that's what we're mostly familiar with 
but it involves a lot of other things. In fact, in yoga, we consider that one of eight possible things that, that completes what a yoga practice might be. So the body, moving the body is one of them, but it's not just moving the body, it's moving the body in a new or unfamiliar way so that we bring attention to it, awareness to it, so that we develop our awareness, getting our, our mind and our heart and our body in alignment. That's what, that, that's what the yoga postures do, okay? They also, of course, create a strong and flexible body that allows um, our nervous system within to be balanced. So that's what we mean by that bottom-up processing. It is balancing the nervous system. We can't balance the nervous system by talking to the, to the thinking brain. We can only balance the nervous system by going from the belly to the heart and then to the brain. So yoga teachers know this. They know how to do this. Um, and what you need to understand is it doesn't take a 90-minute yoga class. It doesn't even take a 20-minute yoga class. It doesn't take being flexible. It doesn't take standing on one leg. It doesn't take sitting in um, cross-legged posture. It takes small movements and small moments of awareness to get that started. What is important is not how long it is, or how com complicated it is, because it shouldn't be complicated. What's important is that it's consistent. So this is where the collaborating with students, teachers, administrators, and sometimes parents comes in. A school yoga coach doesn't, doesn't come in as a special guest speaker to do this fun little activity with kids to show them what yoga is. To be honest, kids don't need to do postures of yoga all the time. They don't, they should just be, that, that should be their natural state is kind of being um, active and wobbly and, and finding their way in the world. Um, we're not really in that particular state right now, so it does help to have some actual yoga practice. But really it's about figuring out what, what do our kids need from a, um, neurological and emotional standpoint, so balancing that nervous system, and then planning with administrators, planning with teachers to then work with kids on that. And that can be once a week. That can be for five minutes at the beginning of every class. That can be for two minutes with these three students who are off task. There are lots of different ways that um, school yoga coaches are able to collaborate with teachers and administrators and students. Why is this important? It's, as I was saying, it's not so that it's fun or so they can get flexible. It's not even just so that we can say, oh, let's just help them calm down. Literally, it is because we're in a school, it's to help support the learning process. The learning process begins with um, tolerating 
a level of stress and taking that through what we've learned in the past and entering into a state of vulnerability and curiosity and then resilience. That is the learning process for anything. And when we are struggling with kids who are just not engaging, they're not seeming interested, they're, they're too anxious, they're overwhelmed, they shut down. This is what, what's happening. They're stuck in one of those places. And I don't care how many times we talk to them, to their thinking brain, if their body isn't um, balanced, right? If, that, if their um, nervous system is not balanced from the bottom up, you're, we're just wasting our time talking in a way, right? And they are honestly probably feeling more and more and more frustrated. So we have to get in there and support the learning process as it's happening and understand it um, as we watch it, as we're seeing, we have to understand what's happening. And I'll tell you, even if a teacher sees it and understands, we're really limited in what we can do in the moment. And I know this because I'm a teacher and I'm a yoga teacher. So I kind of have both perspectives, but I can't be two people at once. So that leads me to the final part here, which is that, yes, all yoga teachers should be trained in um, balancing the nervous system and aligning mind and heart and body. Uh, some yoga teachers have an additional, so that takes about 200 hours of training, if not more. And then some teacher yoga teachers go beyond that and get another 100, 150, 300 hours of trauma-informed teaching, which is critical, you guys, in our schools right now. It is the most important thing you can bring to your schools this fall is a trauma-informed yoga teacher. It's different than a trauma-informed classroom strategy. They overlap a little bit. They overlap somewhat, and I'm not discounting them. But, if, but you must have a person in your school who understands what has to happen with our body, that we can't just tell it to kids. We can't just tell it to the teachers. We have to do it. We have to do the work, the physical work, and guidance of the physical work um, to help recover from that trauma but we know, so we have to be trained. You have to bring people in who are trained in that. But beyond that, you're asking, I'm telling you, you need to bring people into a classroom. Those people need to know what that means. That a classroom is not a yoga studio. And what I can do with my yoga students is not the same thing that I can do with a classroom. I can't walk into a math class and say, okay, you know what? We're just going to forget about math today and we're just going to do yoga for 45 minutes and then I'm just going to leave. That's not, that, well, that might be fun. That might be nice and it would be very beneficial. I would imagine my math teacher 
would be a little panicked. Like, I got to teach these kids. So it's, it's learning um, how, or rather, these teachers, these yo- uh, school yoga coaches are trained by me through the instructional yoga coach training. And it is an intense training. It is very intense. And it teaches yoga teachers how to work in a classroom, how to work with teachers, how to plan with a PLC, how to support an individual problem-solving meeting, how to work with an administration to create a mindful culture without just bringing yoga classes in, which are still very beneficial, but sometimes those are perceived as fluff or extra stuff. And you don't have time or energy for fluff right now. What you need, what your schools need, what your teachers are begging for right now is something to ease the nervous system. And you know that your states, one by one, if they haven't all done this, but they are saying one of the um, things that schools need to do, according to the guidelines, is attend to the increased mental health of both students and staff. And once again, I want to encourage you to think of that not just with getting more social workers into the class, the school. While that's great, the role of social workers tends to be helping kids who have a problem. Well, let's just face the truth right now, and that is we pretty much all have a problem. So um, we are talking about the norm is 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 a sense of fear and a a sense of worry and maybe a sense of anxiety that's in the norm that's everybody you're just it's just that some people are going to acknowledge it some people are going to reach out for help and everybody else is just going to Well, as we see in the ACE study, (laughs) they're just going to bury that into their body and it will come out, it will fester in chronic pain or in diabetes or in autoimmune disease or in our addictions, something. That's what the ACE study proved, that when children, in this case children, but anybody experiences trauma and that trauma lasts a long time or is compounded and is not resolved, is not, um, that trauma is not healed, that the body begins to express it through a lot of these different um, health problems and even early death. And what's one of the number one risk factors for COVID-19 right now? comorbidities. And those comorbidities are the things we're talking about. We want to raise children and adults who are not perpetuating that system 
because of the trauma. This is where we can offer the support, okay? So I'm going to say it again. What's a school yoga coach? You can call it anything you want. I'm calling it a school yoga coach, but a school yoga coach is a yoga teacher trained in classroom structures and strategies who support the learning process by collaborating with students, teachers, and administrators to activate bottom-up processing, okay? So in order to get that training right now, um, you got to go through the Instructional Yoga Coach training system. Um, it is an online system, so it is perfect for this uh, volatile time we're in right now. However, it is, um, it is personal, okay? It's I work with these people. You are not on your own. Um, these, the people who are being trained are working with me through six very intense modules, plus I ask them to do a practicum. Um, they can condense it into six weeks. That's the fastest we can get through it, but boy, that's a lot. Um, they can stretch it out for an entire year. Typically, I like to spend about three months. That's a pretty good amount of time. Um, but because of the, the situation we're in right now, I've, I've held it, you know, a six-week training this summer so that, so, I, so that there are school yoga coaches ready to go and ready to start working with their local schools. Um, so you're a school or if you're a teacher and you're like, well, how do I get one of those? reach out to me. I'm going to, I'm going to leave a whole bunch of contact information, sign up information, um, and further, you know, if you want to learn more about it, uh, um, a download that you can like send to your other school decision makers. Um, and so like, let's connect. If you have a local community of yoga teachers around you, which I, bet you do. And I bet those yoga teachers right now are wanting to help you guys. And they may or may not be working in a studio. So reach out and say and ask them like, do you have anybody who's gone through the instructional yoga coach training? And if not, um, you know, maybe you want to partner with them and uh, put some professional development funding aside to support their training so they can work with you. And you can decide if you want to hire them as a teacher, if they've got a teaching certificate, if you want to hire them as a freelance, if you want to hire them for events. But here's what I don't want you to do. Please do not bring a school yoga coach into your school for a 20-minute professional development or a 20 minute back to school yoga class and then say goodbye to them because that is an incredible waste of the talent and the gifts and the services they have to offer. Um, they are here to work with you. We are at a time right now where community could not be more important. So while we're struggling to discover 
how to come back to school. And we are really floundering without a lot of um, federal guidance. I encourage you to look really, really local right now. Get real local. Get real um, familiar with the people in your community who can service you, your schools, your kids. Don't put it all on your teachers. There are people out there who want to do this work. And most importantly, who are trained to do it, who have the background, who have the knowledge, who have 200, 500, 800, 1,000 hours of training in addition to practice with this and experience. So just like you don't want um, non-educators making important decisions for schools, please don't have educators make these kind of um, decisions or or task them with this responsibility when that is not their strength. And it doesn't have to be their strength, does it? You've got people to do that. Okay, so I uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to ask you again, please share this with as many teachers, administrators, and Board of Ed um, personnel that you can because um, I know we're all trying to do the best we can for everyone. And this is not going to resonate with everyone, is it? It's not going to resonate with everyone because we don't all understand what it means. But for those of, of us who do understand the power of mindfulness, the power of using mindful awareness with our body, um, I think you're going to understand why this is so important to adopt into your school now to find the time and to find the funding because it's not that much money. It really isn't. And I, I know you're, you're like, but we just slashed budgets or we have this. I know. This is about choosing where our money needs to go. And I think we all agree that, that what's going to benefit our kids more is mental health support than, say, testing, testing, testing. Okay? That's just the way we know that right now anyway. All right. Thank you guys so much for giving me your time and attention. I really look forward to connecting with you and um, hopefully working with you at some point. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for joining me um, on the School Yoga Coach podcast. If you'd like to learn more or um, check out some of the resources that I am sharing with both teachers and yoga teachers, please visit www.schoolyogacoach.com. Stay well, everybody.